the man of the hour. Baze is in the house. Wait, Yo, wait. What's going on? No, we want to see your face, man. Oh man, I wasn't I wasn't ready for the face the face uh... No, put up no, that's part of this aesthetic, man. Put your put your <laughs> face, put your face up on the screen. I, oh man. <laughs> if not it, I want we want we want we want to see uh, come on come on breaker special. We want to see it, man. I never show off my face. Nobody knows what I look like. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've I've seen you before. Give me a second. Let me flip the camera around and stuff. There you uh, go. Look at look at look at that beautiful face. Now let's see let's see let's see this in the background. Look at this. Look at this. Setup. So my room is not completely set up yet. Um, I have that over there. All my stuff. We just recently moved. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah. My collection is is uh, still kind of sitting around. Look at that, Andy. All those J jets. Yeah, my room's still a little bit of a mess. Uh, a breaker's room, if if you will, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we got a few questions for you. Learn more about you, Go man. For it. Um, now, uh, why why did you why did you first off start super collecting Justin Jefferson? So um, it's pretty funny. There was a uh, another Twitter guy. Um, I I had joined Twitter. I want to say probably back in two thousand. 13, 14, and I barely even used it, barely used the app, didn't um, uh, do much on it, just had a couple of friends that were uh, from home, back home, and um, I just kind of jumped back on it and started interacting with people, seeing that there was a bunch of Vikings fans, a bunch of, you know, um, sports collectors and everything, and one of the guys that continuously popped up on my timeline, his name was Certified Sports Cards. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him, but he's, um, I think he's a pitcher in college, but he also collects like uh, high, high end um, cards and stuff. Okay. So I jumped into my first break with him and I ended up hitting uh, Justin Herbert prism base, which was probably valued at like $200, you know, like at the time, this is when the, the, the um, hobby was at its peak. I would say right. like it was starting to build back up and it was just crazy. I think the same card's probably worth about $40 at the moment. But um, then I realized, you know, Justin Jefferson is going to have cards this year. So, you know, maybe now is a good opportunity for me to jump in and start collecting again. So um, we hadn't had a, a player as big as him in forever, right? Like, you know, no, right. nothing, nothing, um, Nobody has, I don't even know how to explain it. Nobody has, uh, like, influential, just uh, something to look forward to as a Vikings fan. You know, we, we don't have that very often, you know. We have that that every year it's, you know, it's kind of the same thing as the, the Cowboys, you know. It's, this is our year or whatever, you know. You want to you wanna say that we, we get our hopes up again and then, you know, the Vikings, they do what they do and they let us down. That's what the Vikings do, you know, every single year. So um, after that, you know, I had just gotten out of the Air Force and decided to pick up a hobby, and that was it. And I, I think I started off with maybe seven or eight Justin Jeffersons, a bunch of small cards, and I was like, you know, I could do I could do a lot better than that. You know, I could I could blow this thing up, and so I just ran with it. Just started finding everything I could, and decided one day, you know, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the the biggest Justin Jefferson collector in the world. So that is where I'm at. 
Yeah. And Andy and I wanted to talk to you about building a super collection of a player. What are some things that you've learned and what are some things that uh, you wish you have done differently? Um, so since I was just getting back into the hobby, I feel like I'm like looking up to you guys. So I feel uh, like it's a little bit weird, but, um, when I was just getting back into the hobby, I wasn't really aware of the, the brands and the, you know, the, the things that I really liked, I was just kind of jumping into everything. I was picking up every card and I was just buying like, you know, everything for like 30, $40, you know, something pretty cheap. And after maybe a year or so is when I realized, you know, there were certain sets that I really liked and it's always been, um, Chrome sets. So like, you know, prism mosaic optic optic contenders, anything that has the thicker card stock. That's nice. I don't like the paper stuff. And there was just so much, so much like money wasted on the paper stuff early on that if I would have known that from the beginning, it, it might, I think my collection would be even better. Um, right. And there wouldn't be as many, as much wasted money, you know, towards those things that I don't really care for. A lot of that stuff I've um, pretty much moved on from. So like I have my, my four biggest ones are going to be prism select mosaic and optic. So those are the big sets that I've tried to finish. Um, I'm like two or three away on most of them. So nice. the rainbows. Yeah. Huh? 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 It, and, you, so, and, 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 and you don't grade any of them, do you? Um, so I prefer not to grade them. Um, I prefer the, the, the aesthetic of just having them like that, but you know, every now and then, I'll come across a card that, you know, I, I just haven't seen it in a while. So the, my best bet is to just get it as it's graded. And if it's not a 10, then I really have no issues with cracking it open and taking the card out. So I'll do that. Um, like for instance, let me see. I have a bunch, like, I'll show you. I got, I got stuff just like stacked over here. Like hard <laughs> for days. Awesome. I'll, I'll grab them real quick. One second. Yeah, going ahead. Yeah, Andy, this is like really cool because like I am obviously super collecting Tyron Matthew and uh, Baze has really helped me oh, out. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I am jealous because, you know, I'm an LSU guy and Jets is one of the best LSU Tigers of all time. Uh, and his older brother's playing at LSU too makes it even that much more special. And he was a two-star recruit, Andy. He was one of the lowest rated recruits ever in the modern era of LSU. So it's really it's really cool. I'm trying to find the one that that stands out to me. Um, so, so Baze, you like the look of them raw better than in a slab, or the reason why you don't grade it is because you're afraid of not getting a ten kind of kind of thing. Both, both. I do prefer. Um, I do prefer the raw, the raw look. It just it, okay. So, I'm not. I I know a lot of people don't like HGA but I really like the idea of the custom labels and stuff when they first came out. So um, PSA just seems so blah, like, you know, like, okay. You know, red and white. That doesn't really match well with the Viking. Yeah. I love, I love modern stuff. I just love modern things. Um, So like this is the team all Um, this is three out of eight. There's only eight of them, eight of them in the world. So, 
I hadn't seen one of these in a while. Um, and the one that I found was a PSA nine. So I decided, okay. you know, I have to go for it. You know, there's the, but the opportunity for another one to pop up, which I haven't seen another one, um, is going to be rare. So I'll go for it. And nobody else was, uh, chasing it. Nobody, I was communicating with the guy pretty much daily and he just kept dropping his price and dropping his price and dropping his price. And I was like, you know, this is it, you know, I'll have to get it. So it was a PSA nine and I cracked it out. Um, I learned how to crack PSA slabs, um, on YouTube. So I have a little tool here that I use. Let me see. I have it right here. It's like a pair of like almost like heavy duty pliers. <laughs> yeah. So you just pop that open and just crack it and then stick a, a knife in there or something. And it's out. Yeah. Baze, I was seeing this video. Andy actually did a, uh, what did you do? A gardening cheer test for, oh, I, did, I cracked every kind of slab you can imagine with just a screwdriver. It was uh, it was a challenge. Just a screwdriver. Yeah, just a screwdriver. What I found is the way PS the way that they glue their slabs together is different, you know, between the between the different grading companies. Like PSA has that lip on the sides to where if yeah. you go at a screw with a screwdriver on the back of it, right on that seam, it'll mm -hmm. actually pop off and, and you can get it out that way. Whereas SGC is so easy. You just put that screwdriver in that little groove and just pop, 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 pop. Yeah. You know? SGC is like Hands down, like if I find an SGC, even an SGC 10, I'll crack open. If I find one of those, I'm like, thank the Lord. You know, that's the one I want to crack open. And I know for a fact I can get it out without any issues. And it's just super easy. Um, HGA is actually really hard. Their, their slabs are like, like thick. <laughs> I got yeah. insanely thick compared to uh, PSA. I've never cracked open um, a CSG or is it CSG or super CGS? thick? Yeah, CSG slabs are super thick too. Are they I too? Mean, yeah, yeah. Super Beckett thick. as well. Beckett is pretty uh, pretty hard to crack open. Right. So uh, a, a few more here. I wanted to you know share this from a super collector. Obviously, you know Tyron Matthew. I was trying to complete a rainbow and it was number to ten, and the card was within my range. It was a little high. And I missed out on it, and I've not seen it again. And I guess, Baze, uh, you make a good point a minute ago that if you see that card, and mine's just number to 10, yours is number to 8, if yep. you really want it and you're trying to rainbow the heck out of Prism, especially 2020 Prism, when there's all these different variations, there's green, blue, magenta, east side, west side, west side story, <laughs> Transformers, Fast and Furious Prism variations. You, you got you got to jump on it when you can if you're trying to super collect somebody. Yeah. So I got a tip from a guy. Um, he's another Vikings collector, and he says that anything below 25, as soon as he sees it, like that's what he's going for. He he won't he won't take the risk of losing out on something like that just because 25. You know, I mean, 25 sounds like a lot, like potentially, but. Then you have people that hold on to wax and they never come out. Like there's certain cards that just, you know, they stay in a box for years, years at a time. And then you have people who don't have social media who are, aren't putting their stuff on eBay or on Facebook or on Twitter. So you're already probably cutting out maybe like half of the population of those. You're never going to see them. Or you have the people who go straight to PSA. And if it does jam, then you're going to have to deal with the upcharge of a gym as opposed to, you know, buying it raw. So there's, there's so many different factors that, that go into it, but, um, yeah, like I'm, 
I, I swear I'm close on so many rainbows. It's not even funny. Like I, mm. I just start one and I, I see something I like and I start another one and another one, another one. I, I probably have a good, maybe like 20, 20 plus rainbows that are like two, three, four cards away from being completed. What's, um, what's nicer in your opinion, select or mosaic? Mm, that's a really tough choice. I love them both. Um, I love, I love the thing I love about select is, um, it's just like an endless amount of parallels. There's just everything, everything you think of snake, tiger, uh, zebra, you know, there's, it's just everything. Um, to me, they made a mistake last year when they, uh, introduced, uh, retail and they put the color in there because just for Justin Jefferson alone, I looked at his checklist. It's, it's about almost 350 cards, I believe, for him, just just out of select. That's that's just way too many. You know, like for most like Prism or something, you're talking maybe 30, 30 cards, 30, 40, um, 300 is just, there's no way I'll ever get all of those, right? It's just yeah. impossible. The um, leap from 2019 to 2020, like 2019, DK Metcalf, Kyler Murray. I mean, those guys had what, like 50, 60, maybe? And yep. now they go to 300. It's yep. that was wild. I actually did see a post. Um, somebody saying yesterday that Trevor Lawrence had over a thousand one of ones in last year's product, which is like way higher than any other year. They just like they 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 turned those printer machines on and they just started going, <laughs> just printing everything they could possibly. So, and that's still coming out. Like Select yeah. is, is coming out at the end of August. What yep. I what I'm curious is how many of those one of ones bays do you think are actually printing plates? Because if I go to like tradingcarddatabase.com, it'll let me filter and look at the different, you know, uh, cards that a player has in each set. And a lot of those show one of one printing plate, one of one printing plate for basically every insert and every parallel. There's or not every parallel, but photo variation. Yes. There's a printing a one of one printing plate. And there's usually like four different um, printing plates as well when it comes to like, they have like magenta, yellow, black. And so there's like four different types of that same printing plate. Um, I I would say it probably accounts for me, maybe like 30 to 40%. It's probably a good, a good chunk of them, right? Because no other one of one you're going to find four of, right? You're not going right. to find four one of ones of that, that one of one. Um but the amount of, you know, inserts and parallels and all that other stuff involved, it, yeah, it has to be something around around that. That's just a spitball number. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know exactly. But um, that's exactly the the website that you referenced. Though is the what was it? It's tcdb.com. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that site. It's 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 a work in progress because it's maintained by the by the use. It's kind of like Wikipedia. You know, it's like a group of collectors and they constantly are adding to it and stuff and and they'll post pictures. So a lot of the cards on there don't have pictures. But when the new sets come out, they maintain an entire database of every card for a specific player in each set, which is pretty cool. So this is my son, my 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 uh, oldest. (laughs) He just pops in my room whenever he wants. So I don't know if you guys have ever watched any of my breaks, but. Uh, every now and then they'll pop in in the middle of them and yeah no 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 they're two cents you're gonna say hi say hi to everybody over there hi 
Oh, look at that. <laughs> Mini Jets right there. There yeah. you go. Huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> you like the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah? You like Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think about Kirk Cousins, buddy? You excited about Kirk Cousins this year? You like Kirk Cousins? Who are you? Who are you? Who is him? That is Andy. Who is him? I don't know. What What is your first name? Oh, my mine Carter. I'm Carter. Carter. There you go. I don't I don't know you either. You guys. We know each other from Twitter. Yeah. Well, um. Your second name. Okay. Go over there. Well, well, we'll get a few more. Uh, I just have two more for you before you go uh, hang out with your family. I know you're moving and all that stuff. Uh, first one, uh, you know, I've talked about this privately. Um, I do have a friend that works for the Vikings, my friend Tatum. I know you're a fan. Shout out to you, Tatum Everett, uh, the, the Vikings official reporter. Um, has Justin Jefferson acknowledged your collection? Have you gotten a like? Or no, I've been trying so hard to, I, I, you know, I, I – tag him and everything. I, it's probably um, annoying at this point, <laughs> you know, the fact that I tag him and stuff, but I did get an insane gift. I don't know if you guys saw um, recently, but he had a signing uh, for Fan HQ, and um, a couple of the guys that break with me, they actually uh, sent in a helmet and had him like, yeah, there you go. You had it. <laughs> uh, had him hand scribe it saying, uh, keep ripping Bazay, you know, so... I was like, just blown away, blown away that the guys would do that for me. I keep calling you Bays. I didn't know it was Bazet. Uh, yeah, Bazet. It's French. Uh, it, my whole life, it's been it's been uh, mispronounced. The only person who's ever gotten it right was my uh, basic training instructor, which is really really funny. Right, Bazet. I love it. Um, so yeah, before we let you go, we want to talk about breaking really quickly. Obviously, sure. you know it's changed so much. You do it. Um, and I've actually reached out to a few people, you know, you and I have a bunch of mutual friends, yep. uh, they, they compliment your breaks and you have a very good reputation, uh, in the hobby. Uh, what's the key to being a good breaker and how do you feel breaking is right now? Um, I feel like, uh, at this moment, breaking has, has slowed down a bit. It's not, um, it's definitely not at the peak. It was, you know, a few months ago. I think everything has kind of taken a little hit with uh, the economy and all that stuff right. involved, you know. Um, but I think the 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 biggest key to success and being a good breaker is just being dedicated to it. You know, like some people want to break and they just want to rip the product and, you know, they and then all the other stuff that's the hard stuff, like the packing and the sorting and the getting stuff out right away. That's the stuff that they kind of like, you know, push to the side and, you know, I, I see that as an opportunity, not not for me, but for the people that are breaking with me to typically potentially make money. Because as soon as a product comes out is when the values are going to be the highest. Everybody's going to be chasing after these certain things. So the sooner I get the cards to them, the, the faster they'll be able to put them up for sale and, and get them out. So there's um, larger breakers who you know we only ship on tuesdays and fridays or something along those lines so you know if you're breaking on on friday or you know saturday then they're not shipping out until tuesday you know i'll do my best to get it out that very next day and all right i even offer the the idea of hey do you need me to submit this to psa for you i could submit it to psa if i i'll look it over i'll take a look at the card hey i think this will gem you know so I, I can yeah, submit yeah. it for you. 
And then I also offer um, pictures. I can take pictures of it so that you can post it up on eBay. So you put it on a seven-day auction, and that that way, by the time it arrives to you, you can ship it oh. out. So you you have it first on the market. You the first on the market is always going to give a premium. So um, and you know I I see it as it's it's going to come back to me anyways, right? Like you know the the people are are they're they're already invested in me and in our group. So it's, they're not going to just be like, Oh, you know, thanks. But like, I'm deuces. Thanks for all the help and doing all these things for me. Like I'm out, I'm going to go find a different breaker. You know, they're going to, they, most of the people that I've been, that I've uh, created a little community with on, on Twitter, they, they've been around for a while. So, um, you know, I just want to do everything I can to, to better all of us. So do you break on Twitter, Bizet? Um, so I post all of my breaks on Twitter for uh, filling, but I actually do the breaks on YouTube and Twitch. Ah, okay. Yeah. What What's the name of your YouTube channel? The the same thing, JJ's Cards eighteen. So um, JJ's Cards eighteen. Gotcha. Yeah, I just try to do that. Um, I give show off my little my little logo here. I love uh, it. Love it. I try it's to keep favorite. it the same across everything. That way, you know, it's easier to find me if you if you do um. A bunch of different names then you know you're, you're you're limiting yourself if you have if i have bazay on one thing and then jj's cards on another and then something something you know you're limiting yourself so the if i have that same name across everything then people are going to know who i am right yeah well this is one key observation i've made okay two things uh how, how's your gritty game How's my what? My gritty? Oh, um, my family says I have a really bad gritty. So, oh god, uh, you got to yeah. step that up for when you meet them, right? <laughs> I yeah, try, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've never been a good dancer. I've never been, you know, light on my feet. So, you know, that I think that's something that comes with, you know, just that. Like the, those players are just so smooth with it. I don't even know how right. to do it. It's uh, like they're gliding. <laughs> there you go. Um, what about you, you know, guys? The, I, I, I. I'm from Louisiana, so I my gritty game needs to be stronger, but it's not great. <laughs> I, and, and Andy's from Tampa, and the, no one knows how to dance from there <laughs> at all. Like well, especially not me. <laughs> yeah. So so here's what's funny. You know what's funny? Your Justin Jefferson collection. You need to thank Trevor Lawrence for it because, all right, they, hear me out. You have an Ohio State hat on, right? Yeah. My wife and, is from Ohio. That's why. Oh, okay. So you're not an Ohio State fan. So I didn't have a college team um, prior to oh, okay. meeting my wife. So, you know, it was easy. She didn't have an NFL team. So she picked up the Vikings and I picked up the um, oh, uh, State okay. Buckeyes. So she's not so, a Kirk Cousins fan, by the way, if I if I will put that in there. Oh, so anti-Kirk. Yes. Interesting. Are, are I, you, love, I love Kirk. I love Kirk. I think he's, you know, he's everything the Vikings have, have needed. Huh? 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 You must not watch very much Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football. Is oh, he, oh, he's not at fault for all those. You know, our defense has has struggled these last. You know what Zim was known for. You know, and it, it's so frustrating to know that all that stuff was going on behind the scenes. You know, like I don't know, the Iron right. Fist of Mike Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, man, good old Zim. I, I love Zimmer too, though. You know, I love Zimmer in the early stages uh, of his career. Uh, everything he did for the Vikings defense. And it's just so crappy to know that that one signing just completely dismantled the team. Everything him and uh, Spielman had put together. Uh, yeah, that was just a big, you know, fracture between the whole team. 
But this could be their year, though. But I want I, so, some other thing that we bonded over was this misprint Daniil Hunter car. Oh yeah, you and I bought oh, yeah. it. You you and I were both furious about. This. Yes, I remember that. That's uh, <laughs> Prestige, right? Is that Prestige? Yeah, Prestige. Yes. Yeah, I remember, I remember that one. Because I, I, I saw those uh, those sleeves on his arms or whatever they were. I was like, that is not Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter <laughs> is just always like you know jacked. Yeah, his arm showing off. He's, there's no way, way he's gonna hide those things. Yeah, dude, those are bazookas, boy. <laughs> but uh, the, the reason why I was saying that is because we would have played Ohio State in the national championship game, and we still would have beaten them down. Because come on, we're LSU 2019 LSU, we're the greatest team of all time. But uh, that's why you got to thank Trevor Lawrence because we beat down Clemson instead. So yeah, uh, very that, true. That's that's a key. But. I want. I want to say thank you for hanging out. I know you got. Yeah, no problem. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't even know you were moving. Um, but keep up the super collection. If you want to see all the cool Justin Jefferson cards that um, J Jets eighteen has, make sure you check it out on all his uh, social media platforms. I appreciate yep. uh, all, all your wisdom via Twitter DMs. So thank you for sharing some wisdom with us, my friend. No problem, guys. It was nice talking. Wait a minute, y'all. before you get out of here, Bazay, we gotta okay. gotta put you on the spot. Get get a, give us a bold prediction for twenty twenty two season here. What who do you got for the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. You know what I? Like I said earlier on in this conversation, I said this is our year every year. You know, and I I feel like things are things are different this year. They are different. The team is bringing back a lot of the same players. You know, um, we were. We were like what, just a, a few. If if those points would have changed, if we the Vikings had wouldn't have given up points within the last, I think it was like two minutes of every game, they would have been like fourteen and two last year. Something insane like that. Mm-hmm. Something ridiculous. I think the potential is there, <laughs> um, and I think I think they can do it. Um, I. Uh, it's Kevin rough, O'Connell's though. a stud, man. I mean, it could bring them together. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you guys this year. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Vikings, and then um, the AFC is just so stacked. It could be Josh Allen and the Bills. It can be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It can be uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and you know the Bengals. And the, it's just loaded. I mean, even the Chargers. The Chargers picked up uh, Khalil Mack. They um, they just picked up a ton of free agents. I think, I think it's going to be you know, all out this year. I think anybody's on the table. So, you know, uh, real quick, before we let you get out of here, uh, Carter's a big LSU. Obviously, that's what he does for his day job. So, obviously, he's a Saints fan as well. And I don't know if he shared with you the big Jameis card that he recently purchased, the BGS 9-5 rookie ticket auto. But I want to ask you, have you started your Chris Olave collection yet? Oh, me? Oh, no. No, uh, Bazay. Bizarre. Oh, as a so being an Ohio State fan is what you're trying to say? Yeah. Um, not so much. You know, I don't really collect any Ohio State players. Um, it's like I came to this point in my collecting where I had tons of just random Vikings. Right? I just had every every Viking you can think of from from doing breaks mostly, and um. I had this one specific card. It was a gold Kaboom. You know, you, I don't know if you guys um, are aware. Kabooms are probably like one of the biggest, right? Like the biggest. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Most memorable card. So I had a gold Kaboom Adam Thielen. And I had an offer on it that was, I think, $800 over what I paid for it. So the guy was really making me think, like, should I sell it? 
And my wife had told me one day, she was like, you know, whatever you said this entire time, you're a Justin Jefferson collector, right? Not a Adam Thielen collector, not a Dalvin Cook collector, not a Kirk Cousins collector. So that's that from that day forward, it's been like probably I want to say 95% strictly Justin Jefferson. So, you know, just focus clearly on that. And I just want to, the one-on-one. Ooh. Kaboom, Justin Jefferson. Um, that, man. Quick shout out to uh, Wiscardson Breaks. He pulled that for me. Wow. That's the big one right there. Man, look at that yeah. thing. God bless it. Well, uh, Bazay, I appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, no problem, guys. Jets cards 18 on every social media platform, guys. I better I see those it. numbers pumping up by the end of the day. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right, guys. All right see you, buddy. Cheers. 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 Yeah, uh, I told you he'd be great, man. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, for me, I think uh, I, I think I, I was kind of a sore subject for me. The number three out of eight card, knowing that I passed on the Tyron Matthew to complete a rainbow. To complete a rainbow, I knew that that card. If I would have just purchased that card, it would have just completed the rainbow. And it wasn't. It was under. I could have got it for under two hundred bucks. And you know, the, the, those are the things you just think about all the time. And when you're super collecting someone, you you can't get obsessed. Uh, it can get expensive if you're trying to get like every color of every, you know, variation. But, you know, if you have that opportunity to get it and you think you have the money for it, got to grab it. Got to grab it when it can. Well, that's, that's the thing. that The big message I got there, like if you're not buying all these other guys, you're literally just waiting for the next like card you're looking for to complete your, your rainbow of your player, then you're saving up your money. Like you're just going to go like, well, I don't care if I have to pay $50, $60 more than what the recent comp was. I'm going to do it to make sure I get that card kind of thing. And I'm wondering and, if part of your decision hesitancy on that was because you just bought a Jameis rookie ticket auto BGS 9.5. Did that play into that at all? Maybe like obviously the Jameis thing is strictly a play. I think, you know, he, I think he's going to play well and people love comeback stories and I think it's going to go up. Right. But, you know, I I've done that also with Tyron Matthew where, you know, if it's not a Tyron Matthew card, it's expendable. Um, and that's part of the reason why, like, you know, like if, if I were to go out there and I like Justin Jefferson a lot, obviously, you know, he's one of the best LSU players of all time. But if I were to go out there and get a Justin Jefferson card, I mean, that the, 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 there's so many people out there that have better Justin Jefferson collections than me. I know it's going to be very, very, very expensive, so, you know, you, you just can't collect everybody. Like, that's why, like, it just blows my mind when I see these super-duper deep-pocketed guys that get all these expensive Kobe's, all these expensive LeBron's. I guess if you got it, you got it. But, man, it, 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 it's, it's amazing how expensive this thing can become if you really start trying to super-collect 
everybody. And I don't consider you having a super collection until you really have a bunch of short print rookies. Like in the 10, like if you have at least 10 short print rookies or whatever, I consider that a super collection. But then you have someone like Bazay, who's got a lot, and I mean a lot, Justin Jefferson. Cole.